listening to Chris Gilmore On Demand and we're back in the studio with another great podcast and today's podcast is all about how to negotiate and buy a property for cheap. Now, buying a home normally is one of the most significant and exciting purchases one can make in their lifetime, right? But settling on the price can really come with its challenges. Ever since I was 12, I've always loved the thrill of selling and buying things and I've learned some really valuable tips on how to purchase items cheap. Now, here in Australia and many other Western countries, in fact, haggling and negotiating prices doesn't happen for most everyday purchases. Like, you just can't walk into Kmart and offer the cashier a lower price than the ticket price. Although, I have thought of it many times. So, when it comes time for a first home buyer, it can be a real nerve-wracking, trying to put emotions aside, not overpay for something. No one likes to think they've overpaid for an item, no matter what that is. We all like to think that we've got a good deal. So there are, however, a number of tips that may be helpful when it comes to negotiating the price of a property that you've got your heart set on, but without paying too much. Now, I need you to understand my job as a real estate agent is to actually negotiate the best price possible for my seller. But that doesn't stop me from passing on my knowledge to you listeners, my experience and tips to make sure that you as a buyer can get the best deal. But now listen, if you try and purchase a property through myself or our company, then remember, we know all these tips. So we know what you're trying to do. But if you're not purchasing a property through us, use these tips because they work really well. So trust me on that. The first tip is you must be well researched. And what I mean about that is you need to know that every single property that is on the market that has just been listed and that has been sold in your area that you wish to purchase like that's within your budget, right? So that means inspecting properties during open homes, seeing what features, what specs the property has to offer. Keep a close eye on the number of other buyers that are also inspecting the property. If there are a large number of buyers also in that inspection, then you know that there is a good chance you will have some competition. If you're not seeing many buyers inspecting the property, then you know that possibly you could be the only one interested in that home. So that actually will give you a leg up when you come to negotiate. During the inspection, make sure you speak with the agent. Don't be a closed book. Open up and have a really good chat and you'll actually find that the agents will generally give you all the info that you're looking for. Some things to look for during the inspection is the number of toothbrushes that are on show, the type of clothes that are hanging in the wardrobes, and what photos are hanging on the walls, etc. This is a really quick and easy way to work out the reason for sale. The easiest way though, however, is just ask the agent why the homeowners are selling, and I guarantee 98% of the agents, will they will actually tell you. A good agent won't reveal the motivation for sale, but remember... Most agents are not trained negotiators. Majority of what I call, uh, and this is bad, but you know, majority of them, I just call them courier drivers. And what I mean by that is when a buyer makes an offer, the agent takes it to the seller. They wait for the seller to come back with a counter offer and they just keep basically just driving back and forth. You know, that is not a trained negotiator. To me, that's just a delivery driver of just price. It really comes down to the type of agent that is actually handling the sale as well too. Now, another good idea which I've seen buyers do is actually consider getting an independent valuation done on the property that you wish to buy. And I don't mean a bank valuation or a valuation from a real estate agent. I mean by an actual independent valuer. Now, the cost of this is roughly around $220, but I've actually seen buyers save $20,000, $40,000 by not paying too much. Another tip in the success of purchasing a property cheaper is to make sure that you have your finance set and ready to go, meaning you've got your pre-approval from the bank and that you can purchase a property as soon as you find your dream home. I remember when I was buying and selling cars before I got into real estate, and I still remember this one car that I purchased. It was a 1998 VT Commodore S-Pack, 
and I knew what they were worth because I was always buying and selling that particular car and I knew what I could sell them for and I found this one on the Gold Coast that was a manual. Now I knew that was a really rare to find that particular model in a manual gearbox and the seller had $12,000 on it. And we went down there and short story is I offered him $6,000 cash, so half. And I actually showed him the cash when I made the offer. Now he refused our offer, which I expected he would do. But that's all I was willing to pay for this particular car. It was dirty. It had higher kilometers on it than most. And I used that while I delivered my offer to him. Now, when he declined my offer, I remember I wrote my name and my number on a piece of paper, handed it to him. And I just said to him simply, if you ever change your mind, I'll come back, I'll pick it up, no questions asked. We shook hands, I drove off without doing a deal, right? Now, I got about 25 minutes up the road and my mobile rang. I answered and it was him. And he said that he would actually accept my offer. So instantly we did a U-turn, I drove back down and paid $6,000 cash, drove the car home. The very next day, I detailed the car, took some nice photos of it, threw it back up on carsales.com and I sold it a week later for $11,000. The key to that story is I knew it had higher kilometers than most in that year model. I showed I was a serious buyer by showing the cash and I was a no fuss, I'll take it now buyer. I made $5,000 in a week and that's how you make money buying and selling anything. And a house is no different. Show the sellers that you are ready to buy now. This will save you thousands as a seller wants an easy buyer that is ready to buy it today. Now, one of the hardest things to do for most is to remove all emotions during the negotiations. We buy most things on emotions, but this is dangerous and normally results you in paying too much. Instead, what you need to do is focus on the research that you've gathered on that property, and you need to know your own limits when it comes to the budget and conditions of sale. If you decide a home is overpriced and the seller refuses to lower their demands, it is a good idea to understand when you need to walk away to avoid entering into a poor investment or a purchase that you simply just can't afford. The next tip is a simple tip, yet so many buyers get this part so wrong. Make your offer in writing. A good agent will always take an offer from the buyer in writing. If you make a verbal offer, I really have to ask, what are you actually negotiating? It's just air. A verbal offer is a verbal. There is no strength to the offer. There is no bond between yourself and the seller. Another key to success is something that you may think is a little left field, but it's actually, it's not start with a too low of an offer, like lowballing an owner is what we would say. It never has a good outcome and you'll just simply annoy the seller and they will feel that you're not a serious buyer. But coming in with a fair starting first offer will normally always secure the home that you wish to purchase. This will get the seller's attention and they'll actually want to play the game as they say. And my last tip is, Tell the agent your final offer is your final offer and you need to stick to your guns for at least 24 hours because seller's remorse will kick in and the one who makes the next move will lose in the negotiation. This is generally always the seller. When a buyer makes an offer for the sellers, fear of loss kicks in and they don't want to lose the buyer on that particular property, especially if they've been on the market for months and months. Follow these tips and I have no doubt you will pay $10,000, $30,000 less for the property of your dreams. It's that simple. No emotion. Tell them it's your final offer. Put your offer in writing. Make sure you've got your finance pre-approved and most of all, be well researched. Thanks for tuning in. This is Chris Gilmore On Demand. Demand.